This is Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Welcome to Leadership in Motion. In today's episode, we're going to talk about feedback. Feedback. Kind of a dreaded word sometimes, right? Feedback, by definition, is information about reaction to a product, a person, performance of a task, which is used as a basis for improvement. Information that is used to improve task, process, or service. When it comes to employees, it's the information that we use to help employees improve their performance. Easy enough. But it's not that easy. Even though companies invest all sorts of uh, money in feedback and performance appraisal products and programs, the highest complaints that employees have is the feedback process. What do you think about when a supervisor tells you that they need to see you in the office for a formal feedback? Well, you know, the first thing that I think is, am I going to need my union steward to come in with me? Because the very first reaction that I get is that I do something wrong. I didn't do it. I was off that day. Do I have a witness? Then you, you find out that it's just a simple yearly feedback that you must sign. And you look at it and you see that it's a general statement of accomplishments. Some that you didn't even take part in. So-and-so was instrumental in the units being able to accomplish goals and objectives and is an outstanding performer. So you think to yourself, yeah, yeah, that, that's me. You know, I put a lot of effort into the job. When you really think about it, right, you probably really didn't contribute a lot to the mission or what you did do really wasn't what's outlined in your feedback. So you thank the supervisor anyway for the recognition. Thank you for recognizing it. You sign the feedback and you get out, the, out of the office as fast as you can as the next guy comes into the office. But as you leave the office, you start thinking to yourself, wow, that was a real waste of time. Later, you find out that lazy Joe, who always calls in sick, and even when he does come to work, never does anything, he's kind of like the slacker of the bunch, got the same feedback that you got. Now, that really doesn't motivate me, and I'm sure it wouldn't motivate you. The problem is that feedback doesn't work. And I'm not one of those who like to use the word problem. If someone tells you that we have a lot of problems in this organization, does that motivate you? Probably not. But if someone says that we have a lot of challenges in this organization, I'm up for a challenge. Are you? The major challenge is that Many organizations have a feedback system that requires supervisors and managers to conduct quarterly, or in some cases, monthly feedbacks with their employees. In this ever-changing, complex business world, many organizations are facing downsizing, and supervisors and managers are asked to do more and more with less help. So that monthly feedback session gets pushed back to next month, the next month, or even the next month. Before you know it, it's time for the dreaded end-of-year feedback session. You know when your supervisor or manager falls behind on the feedback process, when they send you an email and asks you for bullets on a Microsoft document of what you have done in the past year. 
I'm reminded of that movie, I Know What You Did Last Summer. If you can, if you can, remind me, because I can't remember what I did last summer. Heck, I can hardly remember what I had for dinner last night. Oh, wait, I remember. I barbecued some salmon on a grill with vegetables, rosemary, teriyaki sauce, and a twist of lemon. And that was totally delicious. And if you want the recipe, drop me a line. But you see what I mean? Leadership, if leadership was doing what they were supposed to do and provide employees vital feedback routinely, they wouldn't be running around like, like their hair's on fire. For feedback to work, you must commit to really paying attention. For your feedback to be useful, it needs to be specific and substantive. Let your employees tell you what went wrong by saying, I saw that you were having challenges getting the job done. What happened? This tells the employees that you noticed what was happening, but you allow the employee to work out the issues and resolve the issues instead of stepping in and micromanaging the problem. Two, make feedback routine. This is common sense. The more often you offer employees feedback, the more it becomes part of how you do business and how they conduct themselves, and the more likely it is that they will respond positively. Here's a strategy. Start the day with a brief recap of the previous day's work. Say to your team, you all did a fantastic job on XYZ project. I'd like to also thank so-and-so for the extra effort that they did overcoming the challenge of whatever the project was. This allows everyone to see that leadership is watching and they can appreciate feedback when it comes. Third, focus on specific tasks. If you are giving people feedback routinely, don't overwhelm them with a myriad of issues. Be specific in your observations. If they did something wrong or made a mistake, say, what can we do next time to avoid this? Don't forget, feedback is not just when someone does something wrong. It's also when somebody does something right. Compliment them. Praise them. Tell them that they did a fantastic job. Four, be authentic in your feedback. One of the things that people dislike is when supervisors and managers give people the same feedback, the same cookie-cutter comment to everyone. That, that is really not authentic. Be genuine and sincere in your feedback. Think about how best to customize your input for each employee. Five, build strong work relationships. Get to know your employees. Build a strong work relationship. There is nothing worse than reading your name on a formal feedback and finding out that it was misspelled. I once had a supervisor for the longest thought that my name was Ishmael. My name is Israel. Take the time to really get to know your people. The stronger your relationship with your staff, the more likely it is that they are going to actually accept your feedback. Once the bond of trust exists, your feedback will be welcomed. Giving feedback can be very uncomfortable. But with practice, you can provide critical information that can improve struggling employees while validating strong performers. In putting this episode together, I recall a situation in which I, I was working as a manager at a postal processing and distribution center, and I had to give a supervisor some constructive feedback. I was walking the workroom floor when I came to a little 
processing operation and looked at the mail volume on the floor. Barbara was a supervisor in the operation. She had been a supervisor for almost a year. Most of the time she spent on a different tour, but now she was on my tour, the night tour. I approached her and asked her if she had taken count of the mail volume on the floor, and she replied that she did. I further asked her, did she have a dispatch schedule? She also said that she did. Having ran the operation as a supervisor before, I knew that she might have some issues getting the mail processed and dispatched on time. I asked her, what's your plan to meet the dispatch time schedule? She told me that she was going to be running outgoing mail until 12 a.m. and then start the zone at 12.30 and get it out at 5 o'clock. Looking at the mail volume, I didn't think that that was realistic. I asked her, are you sure of what your plan, of your plan? Are you sure that you know what you're going to do? She told me, yes, I, I'm sure I should be able to make it. I decided I was going to go ahead and let her do what she planned to do. As the night went on, I worked. I walked the workroom floor, and around 5 a.m., I saw that the mail was still being processed, and I was getting paged on the radio. They were calling me to let me know that the dispatch was being late. I allowed Barbara to complete the job, which was almost 45 minutes late. As I approached her, I could see that she was bracing to get yelled at. I approached her and I asked her, so uh, what, what happened? And she explained that maybe she should have came off the outgoing and probably start, started the zone a little bit earlier and it didn't look like I had enough time. There was too much mail volume. I shook my head. I said, so what did we learn? And she said that better count of the mail and anticipation of other mail coming in would have probably helped. I said, yes, it probably would have. Okay, so what are we going to do differently tomorrow? And she described what she was going to do the next day. I said, good. There you go. No problem. With that, I went back to my office, and I had to make that dreaded call to the carrier station to let them know that their mail was, was late but it was on its way, and it would be there before the carriers uh, arrived at the station. As I sat at my desk, I heard a knock at the door. It was Barbara, the supervisor. She came in, and she said, Mr. Molina, I would like to thank you. And I asked her, thank me for what? She said, I would like to thank you for not yelling at me. I know... You wanted me to think about the mail volume. I know that you wanted me to maybe start earlier on the zone, but I thought I had a plan. I thought that my plan was going to work. But you allowed me to go through with my plan. I told her, every day is a day for us to learn. Every day we learn and build more awareness of our job, and we get better at it. I allowed you to make that decision to own your decision so that you can grow as a supervisor. She thanked me, and to this very day, I still remember that encounter. I could have yelled at her, 
because the dispatch was late and I told her to make sure that she met her dispatch. I could have yelled at her for not taking my advice, but I allowed her to make the decision. I provided her feedback. She was able to read her mail volume. She was able to get the dispatches out on time. She became an, a great asset to the organization. As leaders, we have the responsibility to grow people, to build people up, to help them reach their highest level of potential. Effective feedback is a tool to help people grow, building trust and strong work relationships. That can go a long way. In summary, commit to really paying attention. Make feedback routine. Focus on a specific task. Be authentic in your feedback. Build strong work relationships. I'd be remiss if I didn't say that feedback, feedback is not regulated to supervisors and managers or people that are in authority positions. Anyone can give feedback. When you see your favorite team play and someone made a shot or scored a point, a vital point that probably won the game or, or anything, you don't see the, the owner come down from the owner's box just to give somebody a high five. Hey, you know, you did a fantastic job. That was a good three-pointer. No. You see the team players actually give that person a high five and give them a hug and say, hey, wow, you know, you did a fantastic job there. So my challenge to you is to give constructive feedback to your peers. When you're on that job site and, and Stan or, or Ron did a fantastic job on, on a door, fixed this, fixed that, or did this or that, and did a fantastic job, took care of a customer, turn around and say, hey, that was awesome. That was a great job. That was, that, that was incredible. Because we're all one team. We're all working together for one common cause, whether you're a supervisor, a manager, or you're just a worker getting the job done. We have the responsibility to help each other grow. I'd like to thank you for listening to my podcast. And if you'd like to drop me a line, my email is leadershipinmotion036 at gmail.com. And as always, take the lead today for a better tomorrow. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. This has been Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Please subscribe to our podcast.